1: TMS is brought to you daily, by and large, by the supportive patrons at patreon.com slash TMS, like Misplaced Geek, Cal L, and Biff Smith. Coming up on TMS, this kid we made up is a bastard. The Gullivan Trap. Don't need a full-ass whopper. Hot tub pee machine. 100% more Brian. All we need is a river of blood. Pro nature anti-nurture California is just a disaster movie so rare no one has it killed by a goomba the not-so-magic mountain muster of Clushrooms. immaculate snake eggs the bomb and the whatnot there's something in the water with Bobby and more on this episode of the morning stream unless I grievously misremember there's a little cantina on the
0: other side of yon rim rocks and if I'm in luck there'll be customers there amenable to drawing up in a circle around a deck of cards ah! <laughs>
2: the morning stream
1: don't eat that it's pluto good morning everyone welcome to tms it's monday august 21st 2023 i'm scott johnson that's brian hello hello brian uh enjoy brian while you have him all right that's right yeah you only get uh you get half of me this, yeah. this week you get you two out of four brian exactly yes. and you're only gonna it turns out you're only gonna get three out of four scots because thursday just so happens i have a doctor's appointment and wendy won't be here and you won't be here so we're yeah. not doing a show on thursday yeah not right? thursday
0: all right fair enough well good
3: but when then day, i will not feel
0: bad then you know so it's don't feel it's as bad 25% less Scott, 50% less Brian, unless mm. you're one of the lucky few people who are going to hang out with me in Asheville, North Carolina, in which you case in which case, you get like 400% more Brian yep. than you normally get.
1: Yeah, this is a real test for people. If you yep. already like Brian, chances yeah. are more Brian is a good thing. Yeah, if you are super bugged by Brian... You yeah, will love to learn a- that he. you shouldn't be bugged by him. So another positive experience. Then there'll be oh, a you small... Oh, so? I, I think it's just going to amplify. Like, <laughs> oh, freaking Brian.
0: Why is it taking so long in the one bathroom that we have in these two buildings? Oh, oh my gosh. How many
1: bathrooms do you have? That, that stuff freaks me out. Do you have enough No, we bathroom?
0: have six bathrooms. Oh, we have six bathrooms and
1: eight bedrooms. So
0: whew. bathrooms will be a plenty. And if you know if they're all closed, there is a hot
1: tub. Oh, my Lord. All right. <laughs> just remember if it smells chlorinated that means there's pee in it that's what i that's what i was told that's yes, what i've been told yes,
0: that's, that's correct yes
1: <laughs> if it smells right. clean you're it's good not, you can get it right, exactly right yep. the it's the
0: it's the smell it's when chlorine's working on cleaning your pee that it smells yeah. that's what
1: uh is that what you've learned that's what i've been told i hope i've been okay. told the truth all, right. all these many years okay. Um, yeah, well, sure. we got. Uh, we're gonna get in whatever we can get in in these next two days uh, together. Wednesday, yeah. uh, Bobby yeah. will be sitting in for uh, for Brian, but uh, it'll be cool. a it'll be a fun week nonetheless. All right, and I'm in a great <laughs> I'm in a great mood, and I don't know why. I don't know, understand yeah. why I shouldn't be in a great mood. I slept like shite. Uh, oh, really? I did, and also um, my doctor, which is part of this appointment, has me on some new medication for. Uh, it's a whole thing, um, mm-hmm. but it's. It's mostly made me feel gross all the time. But not this morning. I feel great. Cool. I feel good. real good. I don't know why I can't explain it. Maybe it's these Altoids. I had an Altoid this morning. Maybe that's what did it. I don't know what's
0: going oh, on. Oh, yeah. Well, those are curiously strong. That's what I've heard. Curiously. Curiously, curiously strong. Curiously
1: strong mint. Um, but anyway, we're we're happy to be here with you fine folks, and I would like to ask a nature question. Ooh. About nature. All right. We don't. Right. You and I are not opposed to having topics dealing with nature.
0: We we, we appreciate nature. We believe in it. We're uh, yeah. We're, we're, we support it. We're uh, basically uh, pro nature. Yeah, I we
1: think are. we're even part yeah. of nature in a way. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Human human beings. The <laughs> way we are. Human human beings are as much part of this world as anything else. Yes. Even though we kind of F it up sometimes, but nature, being what it is, sometimes it's worth talking about. By the way, speaking of nature, I hope all our uh, California uh, West Coast friends are mm. okay. A lot of yeah. deluge going on, a lot of water. Jeez.
0: Uh, if it's not, you know, if it's not fires, it's it's uh, heavy, you know, torrential downpours or excessive heat or uh, hurricanes. Yeah. Hurricanes in the case of California. Did they end up closing Disneyland, by the way? We were talking to. Oh, uh, I don't know. Did they? Maybe. Um, we were talking to uh, uh, Senior Geek, Gar- Gary. <laughs> we were talking to Gary about it on uh, Saturday morning. And.
1: Um, They were talking about potentially closing uh, Disneyland. Let's see. Disneyland closed early due to Hurricane Hillary. So not entirely. Uh, Knott's Knott's Berry Farm and Six Flags closed entirely for the day. Wow. Uh, Not so
0: much magic on that mountain.
1: No, no. The Magic Kingdom Mm -hmm. was a little bit not so magical.
0: Yes, exactly. It was uh, (laughs) an hour less magical. I
1: was thinking last night they should rename California uh Old Testament, because they've got the fire, the hurricane, the earth, oh, they had an earthquake yesterday in the middle of all this so that's another thing they had uh size pretty sizable one. they got it all they got all the Old Testament curses all they need now is a river of blood and like uh and <laughs> lo- those locusts remember from Vegas a few years ago, get those oh out there. the
0: oh the grasshoppers or the locusts, yeah, think you guys. Grass- yeah, the, the plague of uh, grasshoppers all yep. over Vegas which we which I was there two weeks later and saw one grasshopper yeah, that's so
1: that the, weird the videos yeah. we saw made it seem like you were going to be digging through like corpses like they were
0: clustered around everything like every you know at the swimming pool it was basically going to be a layer of, of <laughs> grasshoppers on the top of the
1: water yeah like you'd wade yeah. through them like you'd be up to your knees in corpses yeah. but yeah. it didn't happen anyway we, we wish you all the best okay I know it's not quite as bad as like you know Florida's ding dong hanging out in the middle of the eye of a hurricane, but uh, still, lots of flooding yeah. and, and weirdness. Also, a lot of yeah. dumb people online. Can I explain? Can I express one? Oh, complaint? sure, yeah. All right, here's, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Uh, people started posting videos of what looked like horrible flooding moments, like water rushing through small towns, and yeah. people online were going, "Oh my gosh, the devastation!" I mean, they were believing it. Mm-hmm. They were that tour from Universal Studios, the one is with it the water. The, yeah, the Flash Flood tour.
0: You're on the bus and you're watching the water. Come. Yes,
1: and I realized that the, <laughs> the 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 ratio of people who don't know that that wasn't real is the same ratio of people who have never been to Universal Studios before. Because sure. it was obvious to me, you were looking outside of the tram thing or the car, yeah, and yeah. you could tell. Immediately, what it was, the shark, the, the, the people are taking pictures of the Jaws thing and saying that was part of it. There was a shark in the water. And there are people going, Oh, no, oh a the giant, devastation. A giant
0: monkey is uh, terrorizing, <laughs> reaching in this earthquake in this subway station. Too. Exactly. Oh,
1: no. oh, yeah, the subway station where that water breaks through and pours through. People are like, This is and the metro now, LA metro something something.
0: Were they really? They did that one too. Yeah. Oh,
1: my God. And people are well, going, How did they, Pray how they work for- the
0: Cylons into that, by the way? I'd like to no.
1: know. <laughs> They never filmed that part, funny enough. Oh, darn. But okay. weirdly enough, they never showed anything that would make it obvious. But uh, there were people in there going, pray for California. Pray for California. Oh, I'm like, okay, go ahead and pray for California, but don't yeah, pray yeah. for this part. Right, exactly. <laughs> the Universal Studios
0: backlot ride is doing just fine. Your yeah. prayers are not needed.
1: Yeah, and the one guy posted this one and got a ton of action on his tweet. And it said... And everybody kept saying, That's Universal Studios. And he goes, Where's the lie? And the point was, in his statement, he said, This is happening right now in Studio City, is what he said.
0: <laughs> well, okay. So that is accurate. Yeah. But, it's-
1: but what a, that is the, that's the state of the bullshit in our world. Yes. Exactly. Where's the lie? And every gonna, time anybody I'm would say, Double it. down. And yeah. he did it like 12 times in his thread. Where's the lie? Point out the lie. Where's the lie? Like the lie is, You suck, you turd. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, uh- here's my nature moment. And we've had some okay. rain as well. I don't know if it's tied to this, but it seems like a lot of extra rain the last couple of days. And uh, I was out walking the dog near a ravine that's sort of, you know, we have that lake. And then it when it gets too high, it has kind of a runoff. I don't know what you call it. It's like mm-hmm. a little metal shelf they built. And they can raise it or lower it. Oh, um, okay. So Interesting. So if they need to let water out, they can lower it. And down it goes. Like and a, it goes.
0: Almost like a lock, but but not. Right.
1: Or a movable yeah. dam. I don't know what to call It's yeah. probably a word for yeah. this. Anyway, uh, usually
0: they have like a, like a, uh, a, circular yeah
4: circular yeah, yeah. kind
0: of thing <laughs> with those. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think this one's like, I've seen it move before. I'm pretty sure it's like someone's doing it from an office somewhere. It's like a <laughs> it's <laughs> like remote, a remote nice. thing. Yeah. They don't have to have people. Cool. Have All right. But anyway, this thing will have water in it quite often, especially during the you know months where we have rain and, uh, and that was happening and I was out walking the dog and there's a part of it toward the end of it where there's a park. And then it goes underground and then off to whatever aquifer it goes to. And there it gets a little stagnant, like some stuff's Uh grown up in there, and it kind of sits quite a bit. And I look in there, I see some kind of, I thought it was mushrooms, like a cluster of mushrooms to me. Mm, I get closer, and it's snake eggs. Oh, wow. Okay. Like, Like 30 of them. Just oh, geez. All bunched okay. out, and no And no snake mom and or no dad. no snake
4: around
1: no. to protect these things? I mean, maybe they were. But again, high grass, it's hard to tell. They were, I wasn't going to get in there and look because who knows. And I'm not even sure what kind of snake it was. For all I know, they were just garters, no big deal. Yeah. They're yeah, going to hurt anybody. Probably. But they may yeah. have been something else. I don't know. But anyway, I saw this huge oh, clutch yeah. of, of eggs. And my first thought was, I, I'm 100% sure that if some idiot 14-year-old Choad bag teenager sees these eggs, he will take a stick and break them apart. I just yeah. know it. Yeah. I'm just convinced of it. Like, I'm going to see it and go, ah, nature. I will keep walking and admire these sure. eggs. But this sure. kid's going to see it, maybe like I would have when I was 14, and yeah, go, ew, ew, look what's inside. Ew, these are half-built snakes. Whatever. And right. for a hot second, I was like, should I call uh Animal control, or some something, some some city something that that protects stuff like this. (laughs) Animal, like animal.
0: uh, um, Is there animal protection? Animal control. Yeah, I mean, there's still they don't have to just get stray dogs and cats. Animal control helps with all sorts of uh, um, uh,
1: situations like this. Do you think they would move it, or do you think they would tell me to? Or sand. lose it. Do you think they'd move it or lose it? They
0: would move it or lose um, it. <laughs> I don't know if they would do anything. Yeah, they might uh yeah, I know exactly. Get Joel McHale. That's the apparently the one the one uh <laughs> thing that Joel McHale can do is uh animal control and community, but not not remakes of uh, IT crowd. We oh, about yeah. about can't,
1: can't get through that. Yeah, for anyone uh, who didn't I, know Joel McHale was doing a US pilot for the IT crowd. Uh, go ahead now and feel as shocked as I was because that was weird news I did not know they did or that or did yeah did a uh, right yeah exactly. they did a pilot never aired they it didn't get greenlit but yeah. well, weird weird
0: um, but um, yeah no I think animal control will maybe do something or maybe not but at least they'll be aware of it at least they'll give you um, uh, at least they'll you can feel like you you've given it to the right people if you let animal control know about it yeah. and maybe they'll put up a sign. Maybe they have a signs made that say, warning, snake eggs.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I worry that that 14 year old will see that as an imitation, you
0: know? Right. It'll be exactly that. He might've, that 14 year old might've missed it. Had it not been for, uh, mm. um, for, for the sign. I don't know. I still say that would be the, the
1: I think you're I'm right. Gonna I'm going to go down there. Here's what I'm gonna do today. Going down there yeah. after the show. Yeah. I'm going to drop a pin on where I'm at, like exact coordinates. Mm. I'm going to call those guys, give them my, the, with the GPS of the location, and yep. just say, there's a clutch of snakes here, I don't know, or uh, eggs. I don't know if you guys want to do anything. And I'll just leave it to them. Because what else can I do? I can't take these home and yeah. like put them in yeah. the tub and hope for the best. I'm not doing that. Uh, so I think I'll do that. If it's still there. Yeah. If I go down there and all busted bust it up, either they hatched mm or a kid did a case, thing and i don't know either way i don't i won't well, know well you you
0: might you might be able to see like if you see a bunch of snakes like if the eggs are broken open and there's no snakes inside then then it probably happened naturally if there are little snakes inside then a uh, 14 year old kid was probably a little dick
1: little bastard this kid we've made up in our heads and don't even really know this kid we have he is a bastard right. we hate him but
0: there somebody does point out yeah chris uh, says don't discount the seagulls i mean there are uh, birds do look for snake eggs and and some of them enjoy them tremendously, and that's nature.
1: Yeah, that's circle of life stuff right there.
0: Yeah, exactly. I can't yeah, stop get, that. That that has no, to continue. No, but get, uh, get Elton John no. on the phone because he's got
1: to sing about it. But for now, this fictitious fourteen-year-old kid will remain the enemy. All right, that's what's gonna
0: happen. <laughs> <laughs> I like that we've like already turned him into public enemy number one, persona non grata, basically. This this uh, fictional fourteen-year-old
4: kid.
1: Yeah, he's going to the. He's going to the 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 joint after this. They're going to come get him. <laughs> hey Brian, I found something for you. I found you a doc Ock rig, sort of, basically, kind of. Really?
0: Okay. Um, I needed one of these, so I'm glad. Yeah. Cl- let me click that. Click link. Click
1: this link. It, this the headline says this AI powered robotic arm system is kind of like a real life doc Ock tech, and I agree. It straps onto your back like mm. a backpack, and then mm. you got these four big tentacle arms. The commandant. Oh, of it. look at that.
0: That's cool, right? And that's like. Uh, way better looking than those stupid uh you know telescoping metal silver stainless steel arms that uh, Doc Ock had these look like these look like the arms that your dentist uses to hold up lights and and things like that above your face It
1: does it's like you're laying in a dental chair 100% yeah. of the time or something Yeah Um yeah. there's video of her messing with it it's all a little too I don't know, there's kind of a sultry nature to how she's working with these things. But. <laughs> well,
0: she's doing a dance, yeah. She's like basically right, just doing a dance with these arms. But And I uh, don't
1: I, I haven't read enough to know how the AI kicks in, but I assume it's like following her movements and then learning as she goes and then could probably duplicate it. But it looks like oh, wow. it's uh kinda useful if you were like someone with I guess I don't know, if you're paraplegic or something. Yeah because um,
0: what is it what is it using? Is it looking at her her arms and using those to figure out? because it looks like the one right now I'm at the part of the video where she only has one of these robotic arms attached. and uh, it looks like it's following the movements of her arm, meaning that it's watching what she does with that arm, which again, is
1: I don't know how it's watching. Right, you know, like. But okay.
0: what's the but what's the use if it's just gonna mimic what you're doing with your existing arm? A good point. You you're paraplegic. You got two cans of Coke that happen to be fourteen inches apart.
1: And now later, there she's hugging another lady who's wearing one of these.
0: Oh, is she hugging? Is she General Grievousing hugging this <laughs> this other woman?
1: Like, <laughs> kind of. Oh, that's very General Grievous. That's a good yeah. comparison. I like it. <laughs> let see can one you put of them go,
0: Lightsabers on f- all of these arms?
1: Suddenly come popping out. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what to make of it. I mean, obviously it's an experiment to show what's possible, I suppose. But I don't it know what the use really case cool. is. But I thought of you because I'm like, well, Brian loves Doc Ock, and you know, yeah. big Spider-Man fan.
0: <laughs> I'm a big Spider-Man fan. I'm I'm a fan of like, give me some extra arms if they if I can use them for something useful. And these are both. um functional and creepy so i i'm uh, doubly excited about yeah. them
1: can you imagine i like- don't know
0: if i don't know if i do use them uh, while dancing in what looks to be a very expensive museum space yeah uh, but <laughs>
1: yeah no kidding with your finally you've met the love of your life and that other lady who walks in who's also right. wearing what, one of these
0: yeah what time does that oh here she is at uh, two minutes 56 seconds
1: yep she just enters the scene and and she, it's like oh she
0: just takes one of the arms oh did she just plop it she just plugs it right on her own backpack yep just bam you're in. God, the um the expressions on these ladies. This whole thing is
1: it's killing. It's just me.
0: so, yeah. so um, freaking mom and shots, man. Think, this is like
1: sh- I think that's why I like uh Boston Dynamics robots videos because they just get yeah. right to, into like, all right, he's gonna jump over some barrels and uh, right, do some right. pull-ups and you know, it's like practical stuff. And this one's like
4: <laughs> la, la,
0: la, 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 la. check out my robot back arms.
1: Ooh. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, could you
0: imagine the um, if the robot dynamics, uh, you know, the dog they mm-hmm. put that to this music and it just kind of slowly danced around the lab.
1: <laughs> yeah, it'd be way less impressive. I mean, they sometimes make the the bipedal ones dance, but still, yeah. I'd like to see what they can lift and move for me. That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, you know, show a guy walking into a Denny's and sitting down to his uh, right give me slam. some
0: real yeah give me some real case real case use I'd love to see it. I'd love to see like all right what happens you know can how does this work? Does right. she can she pick up something? Can she operate five six keyboards at
1: once? Right. Know? Can she be reading a book while these arms are grabbing new books at the Barnes and Noble for her to right. now check out next. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Or you know better yet, can this work as a automated checkout person at the store? <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> just going paper or plastic. <laughs> Hurry cuz I'm doing both right now. Yep.
1: <laughs> and it'd be really fast and the girl and the and the girl wearing it could just read her little she could read her stories, you know, with her yeah. real with her real hands and have to be bothered. <laughs> we got this figured out.
0: <gasps> Reading my
1: stories. Speaking of technology and m- big giant things that happened in history, Brian, what did you yeah. do this weekend? I saw Oppenheimer's... What? <laughs> Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Oh my gosh, it's the bomb and the whatnot. Tell us more. Exactly. Pretty much the bomb
0: and the whatnot. Uh, it's uh, it was great. It you know the big thing everybody's like, oh my god, it's three hours long. It did not feel like it was three hours long. That thing felt it felt like a two hour movie because it is so um so interesting and fascinating i won't say it's it's action-packed because it's not there's a lot of talking and there's a lot of there's a lot of actors you see in this thing and you go oh he's in this too oh Mm -hmm. my god she's in here too oh my god wow yeah um yeah it's it's um yeah tv's travis is right it's paced really really well it's um uh it's every scene has a key element to uh to kind of uncover there's no throwaway like here's Oppenheimer just kind of going about his regular day. It's like, no, here he is with the uh, Einstein, and here he is with uh, Florence Pugh, and oh my gosh, okay, well, that's that. All right, let's mm. get on to the next scene.
1: Yeah, they had a sexy scene, I heard. little Florence Pugh. I have a couple uh, of
0: sexy scenes, yes. Really? Okay, um, then. Hubba hubba.
1: Yeah. Hubba hubba. Uh, did but, you, uh, did you, um, uh, what was I going to ask? I was going to ask if, oh, I know it's it's a known quantity that he's in it everybody knows robert downey Jr. is in this but he looks unrecognizable to me he looks
0: unrecognizable and um we were talking about it with barry last night and he says i didn't recognize him at first that Mm. barry said that 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 he didn't he wasn't obvious that it was robert downey jr first i agree it wasn't until he started talking and you see it's those lines uh the the wrinkles that he has coming down from his nose down around his mouth that for me kind of like Oh, that's Robert Downey Jr. Because uh, otherwise, it's you know, it's a different dude. It's a different dude. He he's he uh, he also I think they you know the 15 years of playing Iron Man. I think around the end of that, they they uh, kept making him look like he was the same age Iron Man as he was in 2008. Yeah, and uh, um, maybe maybe he maybe he aged a little bit during that time period with Marvel. With I MCU. think
1: the last Robert Downey Jr. movie I saw I think was Endgame. I don't yeah. think I've seen anything else with him in it since then. That but I know what? Of.
0: uh what is he? Has he? What? What did he do between Endgame and uh, this? Got to be some other
1: stuff, right?
0: I'm sure. Yeah.
1: Like, if he stopped there, that would That's be a really crazy. Good question. Maybe he took a big Tony Stark break. I, I
0: mean, it, he certainly could have because it it was so. Um, you know, he had done that for such a long time that, uh, oh, oh Doolittle. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only one was Doolittle. It's the only one was Doolittle. Yeah. <laughs> Forgot about Doolittle. And, um, okay.
1: Yeah. Because nobody liked to Doolittle. Doolittle was bad. Yeah. Um, oh, but, the judge.
0: That was so great. Forgot about the judge.
1: I never saw the judge. It's that him it and was, uh, It's
0: great. And, uh, Robert Duvall, uh, was it? Yes. Uh, and Billy Bob Thornton and, um,
1: I need to watch that.
0: Vera Farmiga, Vincent D'Onofrio, Jeremy Strong, Dax Shepard. 2014. Well, that was a while ago Yes, now. it was a while ago. It was between Iron Man 3 and uh, whatever was uh, after Iron Man 3.
1: Uh, Captain America, uh, Civil War? Avengers Age of Ultron, looks like.
0: Ultron, that's right. Yeah, yeah.
1: that's a poopy one. We don't like that one. <laughs> anyway, well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, well, big thumbs yeah. up then, you'd say. You'd go- big
0: thumbs up for Oppenheimer. And... Yeah, okay, we didn't see it on IMAX, and there's a couple scenes Is like, oh, that would have been really cool to see in, in IMAX, but only about er, 15 minutes, 10 minutes of the movie would be like, uh, let's watch that, that would be look great in, in IMAX, so I'd say you're fine seeing this on a regular screen theater, Um and, uh, if it, if it makes it to streaming soon, it's, it's, you're probably fine with that too. It's yeah. just, it's really, really good. That's and great. it's one that you watch with no distractions because, um, a lot of information comes at you and, and, uh, a lot of great, God, a lot of great silent acting, especially Killian Murphy, man, dude can, dude can just pierce you with those blue
1: eyes of his. He's great. I heard somebody say it made me laugh cause I just I was like, okay. But they said, I can't believe it took this long. For um, this director and and Killian Murphy to work together. And I went, <laughs> for he's, in like, and yeah. he's in like four or five of his movies. He's not the main yeah, star. Exactly. Of them, but yeah, exactly. he's in them. He was in Did all kinds not of
0: Nazi Inception, they
1: were in his head. Yeah. Did you not Inception. see the Batman movies? He was freaking Scarecrow. Right. Come Scarecrow. On
0: now. For, for even a little bit in the second movie, you see him like, you know. Tied it, was a, up against the car. it was a
1: weird thing to say. I'm, I'm still not sure they were serious. It was a Facebook friend of mine. He's like, Oh yeah, all oh, these sure, two are I'm finally sure. working together. I'm like, Dude, I
0: can't now make- if only he could work with Tom Hardy, that would be, or oh. Michael Caine. Maybe the two of them could get together, him and Michael Caine.
1: Yeah, finally get um, those two together. Why not finally make that happen?
0: Right. There was really cool. So again, Alamo Drafthouse comes through again, just making the whole experience better. The 30 minutes before the movie, it's always relevant but quirky stuff. Yeah. One of the things they showed was a Christopher Nolan, not really a primer, but like it was, a the, um, the hallmarks of Christopher Nolan, Christopher Nolan or something like that. Like it was, it was, uh, basically a, um, here are the, the elements that, that, um, Make up a Christopher Nolan film, and they talk about, you know, the broken anti hero. They talk about the, the quick jumps from different timelines, the, um, the going back and forth between black and white and color sometimes, the uh, really long establishing shots, and then like all the actors who've worked with them multiple times. If I don't know if Alamo Drafthouse ever puts these on YouTube, but they are fascinating. The ones before um, Guardians of the Galaxy, they had one for each of the main five members of the team. And it was the story so far as seen by Gamora. And so they go through like, you know, Gamora meets up with the, the Nebula and then they are, well, this her sister Nebula. And then they join with the guardians and then she wakes up and it's five years earlier. And she... <laughs>
1: I think I found them. Uh, they are all on YouTube. Really? I'm going to go I watch hate... these. Yeah. They got like oh, a complete good. Kubrick thing. They got, uh, Oh, nice! They have a whole channel full just, of these. Let's see, uh, Alamo Draft good. House on YouTube. I think it's yeah, it's, it's the whole at thing. So YouTube.com/slash/at Alamo Draft House.
0: Fantastic. See that is that's good because those things are so um, well produced. Oh yeah, previously on Indiana Jones, Wait, that was the one. <laughs> so good. They showed that one before, uh, uh, obviously before Dial of Destiny, and it's a great little you know, taking you through chronologically the history of Indiana Jones. Oh yeah.
1: These are great. There's a whole how Jack Kirby created Marvel, uh, the history of the Joker, 12 minute yeah. documentary. This all looks awesome. Oh, and oh, they even do great. their, their Q and As. like Nick K showed up to, you know, oh, do Q and a, so oh, they cool. film that. Well, I'm going to subscribe. This sounds great.
0: Yeah. What a great, uh, if you can't get an Alamo draft house in your state, in your city, then this is the next best thing.
1: I mean, I like me some movies. Yeah. I wish yeah. they were here. Yeah. All right. Uh, Dunaway time. We're going to play a game this morning. We're trying to award people prizes. Our goal today is to give away some shite. And uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't see any reason why a listener can't win some stuff. So let's mm-hmm. let's do yeah. this. In fact, we kind of make it so everybody wins on this day. Uh, yeah, we do. still feels competitive, but nobody really loses. Except Dunaway, he loses a lot. He's kind of terrible at this. Oh, he's right there. I shouldn't say these things while he's right there. <laughs> Join us now for a little half asses in the morning, and uh, let's have our pal, Brian Dunaway, chime in. Hi, Brian. Oh, hi, loser in, Brian. Oh, oh. I mean,
3: oh, Scott. oh, wow. Oh, wow. Right off the bat, the smack talk. hurts. <laughs> oh, hurts. you don't think I don't listen? You don't think I don't listen to Scott? Yeah, I
1: think you listen. <laughs> I think you Talking listen real smack. good. Um, you're one of my favorite people to talk smack with because you coined the phrase smack talk all those years ago. And, oh, it's uh, fun. Yeah. It's so much fun.
3: That's yeah. what we do. It's our favorite thing to do. That's right. Uh, well, as on a this- matter of fact, I may have went too far in our film sack, little chat the other day when we were talking about our pizza and his toppings. Oh. I felt the room get quiet. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> in, in our little four person group, uh, yeah, or yeah, in yeah. The, I'm trying to remember the, the context. Group, yeah. what,
1: what, what was the context? What was your take? That you, was. Uh, well, I
3: was. I had gotten Waterworld on VHS, and I invited you over, and you said you'd be bringing the pizza, and I said no, uh, p- uh, no mushrooms or uh, what was it? Mushrooms and onions on my <sighs> oh, half. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then you started mentioning <laughs> toppings, and then we went all oh, full on, yep, baby. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, the two things you mentioned,
1: I quite like, especially the mushrooms. So <laughs> yeah. uh, more for me, I guess. You know, you can yeah. have your uh. your cheese. Oh, I actually
3: your, like the mushrooms.
1: Oh, you. Do well, then, all right, then. I was, no-
3: playing, I was playing a role, Scott. It was role playing. Well, you did a, a yeah, you did a great oh, job. PGian.
1: Yeah, you did a great job.
3: Yeah, you did a great job.
1: Well, it's good to have you here. We're going to play this game. Brian uh, Ibbett here will explain the rules and who could win what. Brian? Okay. Welcome to the morning Half Asses, a trivia game where I'm actually going to be giving you
0: two of the answers. I'm going to give Scott and Brian a category and 6 answers possible answers. Three of those answers are correct, and three of them are like those last three minutes of Oppenheimer. Total bullshit. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Depending on how confident you feel with the category, (laughs) they can provide one, two, or three guesses, but if you guess any wrong, you get zero points for that round. Get one right gets you a point, get two right gets you three points, and get all three correct, you get five points. The player with the most points after three rounds wins the prize for their contestant, and contestants have been pulled from members of the pool that aren't able to be here to listen live scott you're gonna be playing for nicole in vancouver washington nice brian you're gonna be playing for tina in moody alabama moody oh tina moody, in Ala- moody alabama moody alabama i don't I like know that. if that's the name of the city or if that's just a description of, their state of beating of that, yeah. that area of alabama is very moody
1: yeah that's how they add, that's how they sign their dear uh, their dear whoever letters you know yeah. like like oh help me I'm trying to find love here in Alabama I just can't do it signed Moody in Alabama Moody in Alabama yeah. yes I love it
0: uh, all right let's get to this and let's get you know I feel like your your confidence needs a little bit of a boost so let's start oh, off please God nice and easy <laughs> that you guys will have no problems with whatsoever Rap. Uh, it sounds like I'm being sarcastic but I'm really not uh, question. Number one, movies based on Stephen King works. So which of these are movies based on Stephen King works? Uh, The Fog, The Shawshank Redemption, Dead Poets Society, Misery, Jacob's Ladder, and The Green Mile. Yeah, you're right. This is easy. Yeah, it's a false, it's lulling you into Now, a, now a false, it makes
3: me, now, a to a state, state now I feel security. nervous about it. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. right,
0: don't you? Yeah, I know. Like, it's I've like missed something. Wait a minute. Did Brian pull a fast one? No, it's just <laughs> yeah, an easy yeah. five points, and I needed okay, I needed okay. to get this card out of the way because it's just been Oof, sitting okay. there. Yeah, all those are right. Uh, Shawshank, Misery, and the Green Mile. Dur. Yeah.
1: You know what, if you Dur. didn't know, though, and you were, and you, let's yeah. see, you've seen Shawshank and you didn't know that, that like right. the Dead Poet Society wasn't one, you might think it was because it's got kind of a similar tone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and the ones
0: they did, you know, the other the 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 uh, fakers in here, the fog, Jacob's Ladder,
1: yeah.
3: feel like yeah. Stephen King films. Yeah, the fog are... definitely feels like a Stephen King. film. Yeah, thing. it's like the, the mist, similar to. Yeah, it. yeah, it's like the mist. Yeah, basically. yeah. There you go. Yeah, exactly.
1: And Jacob's All Ladder right. is just like Jacob's Stool, written by Stephen King. Just kidding, I made that up. All right, Brian, go ahead.
3: <laughs> Jacob's Stool. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: did you just he just sat on that, or was it a sample?
1: Well, anyway, anyway
0: let's get to question number two. <laughs> Oh, uh, this one, again, no problem for you guys. Wars named after troublesome animals. So uh, six, <laughs> six oh, my wars. God. Uh, which of these three are real wars named for troublesome animals? Oh, Your choices are gosh. the Reindeer War, the War of the Stray Dog, the War of the Jesus. Locusts, the Pig War, the Emu War, and the Alpaca War.
1: There's Three of these are right. Three eh? of these are
0: actual, real wars Jesus. based on troublesome animals.
3: Wow. These all feel like they're wrong and right
0: right wrong.
1: um <laughs> i'm picking of them feel like
3: bait i'm doing too like sure. Sure.
1: also his, his use two? of the word troublesome um, is important here i think troublesome, troublesome troublesome animals those albums are troublesome yeah because i don't yep. feel like pigs are that um, troublesome maybe they are i don't know
3: you did two i did two um, yeah all right <laughs> interesting doing two.
0: strategy okay all right Uh, well, uh, the war of the stray dog, indeed, that is a war is between Greece and Bulgaria in 1925. Uh, the war of the locusts. No, not real. And the, the, the emu war, was australia in 1932
3: brian mm-hmm. donnelly getting two mm-hmm. of them right that was the only one i actually knew you bastard this, the war of stray dog was a total guess mm. wow the emu in the pig war i thought that i thought that was the war i thought she was trying to get me on war pig or oh yeah. Ah. Rose, yeah, yeah
0: uh no that's uh between u.s and canada in
3: 1859
0: was the pig war wow I didn't know it had a I name. Knew I knew about that conflict, I that but I didn't know it had Well, had name. What
3: was all the kerfuffle about the pigs? Was yeah. it, uh...
0: Why'd they call it uh, that? I didn't Google that one. I Googled a couple of these, but because uh, I want to know about the War of the Stray Dog. and Indeed, it was a, a dog that, that crossed the border, got shot, and then started a, a war between Bulgaria and uh, uh, really? Greece. I'm just, do- yeah. I'm
3: just going across the... Oh, oh no! That, <laughs> yeah,
1: seems exactly. la- that seems like that not that long ago for Greece to be in a war with somebody. Yeah. You know, like if you just said yeah, that was like, totally. well, that was 800 BC, I'd go, of course, they're always warring back then. Exactly. No, but 1800s. I yeah. mean, I'm sorry. 1900s. 1900,
0: 1900, 1920 yeah. something. Yeah. That's 1925. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's get to the last one here. Scott, you are uh, behind a little bit. Five to eight. I'm screwed. With Brian with the lead. Let's go to our last question. Your last question is Knights of the Round Table. See, I've got a son named after oh. uh, a Knight of the Round Table. I don't know Sir, these at all. Sir Tristan. Uh, but which of these six are other Knights of the Round Table? You have Lamorak, Percival, Galavant, Christoph, Gaharis, and Naveen. Which I, always three were, I should have these? learned this.
3: These always I've never read much about the Knights of the Round Table, but I've always felt like that's something that I want to learn. Let's yeah. See. Well, well, go
0: read the excellent series, Camelot 3000.
3: I uh, actually DC. have read some of the Camelot 3000. Yeah. I've actually read that, but that's been like since the 90s, I guess, probably. It's been a bit. Yeah. Jeebus. That's yeah. been a minute. Yeah. Jeebus is right. Um, I'm going to go with... Now, how many of Scott need to beat me? Uh, I can well, I'm, all three. Need, I'm
0: doing three. He's three points behind, so he needs to get two correct three to tie, points. three to win. Yes.
1: Yeah, I don't want to tie. Okay. Or maybe I do. <laughs> maybe I'd have a better chance if I tied, but yeah, I don't know. All right, we're locked. Uh, okay,
0: you're both locked in. Look at you guys, you both honed in on, on Sir Percival. Absolutely, Sir Percival, definitely a member of the round table you also both fell for the galavant uh, trap uh,
3: that just felt so right galavant you're probably around. thinking like, of thing.
0: galahad who was uh. the actual uh, knight was sir galahad uh. who who and bravely galavant, no.
1: who bravely ran away none of these none of these right that was a yeah, fake thing of okay right.
0: <laughs> galavant uh, was a uh, 2015 musical tv series on abc by the way uh. Uh,
3: i would, um, i was just hoping that was like a like the reason why we had that gallivanting around or whatever it is what yeah
0: it? yeah just, it just uh I yeah i don't know uh but Christoph and naveen both uh, disney princes uh oh, sure. <laughs> and lamorak actual knights of the round table damn it
1: Well, you retained your lead then, and that's good, right? Yep. Winner is Brian Dunaway's, which means
0: that Tina in Moody, Alabama, is going to be getting the prizes. Her prizes are Alchemist's Castle, seems appropriate, and Guilty Gear X2, hashtag reload. Ooh. Uh, Both of those coming to Tina in Moody, Alabama. Don't worry, Nicole, in
1: Vancouver, you're getting a copy of Symmetry. Ooh, also very good.
0: games for
1: everyone. That's right. Well, here's my sound. And here's Dunaway sound. Congratulations, you're, you're the winner. Ooh. Nicely done, dude. Yeah. You, you. I think you turned the tables. We're like tied up again or something. I, it feels that way. I don't know if it's true, but I it think does.
3: You, it yeah. does. I, I, I've had a little bit of a streak lately, but of course, yeah. before that, I had also a bad streak. So.
1: Yeah, yep. it's working. Yeah, it's working. slowly working as you're twerking. And look at this, uh, Wednesday. You're not going to be here because no, you will be here Wednesday. Wait, I'm
3: going to be here. Well, be why here. am I going to be?
1: Uh, we just, uh, you know what I'll do? I'll probably, I'll probably saddle Bobby with some sort of uh, science trivia or something. Yeah, My make man. him, make him come up with some science trivia
0: because I'm, I'm not going to be able to come yeah, up. Yeah, you with don't Bobby. need to do any of that. Um, like I'm doing a feud game. They I
1: yeah. think he will make him up with all science all trivia. We'll do another. You know what we'll do? We'll do. We can't. We can't even use this thing while we do it, so we'll end up just doing kind of a thing. But we'll do it because you're coming that day and I look forward to it because then that's a day I can beat you, you <laughs> sad sack of garbage. Yeah. Okay. And I think
0: oh, I get oh, free Wi so, so I can I can listen live.
1: Yeah, you'll be able to hear it. No. Uh yeah. Dunaway, kiss our butts, all right? Oh, he had no response. He had nothing. Wow, to say. he just he just stormed off like a petulant child. Just embarrassing really all right. How about some of this business? Time for the news, and it's brought to you by Oh Whopper Jr. at the exact right time. This medication I'm on has a tendency to make you a little hypoglycemic. means you're mm. like feeling like you're gonna you gotta eat or you're gonna the faint. And, yeah, uh-huh. So yesterday, as it was kicking in, I was like, Oh, I'm gonna die. And Kim's like, What do you want? I'm like, There's a bird king, just go in there. So we go in there and they have two, two for two fifty. Or no, I'm mm. sorry, two for five bucks. You can get the the Whopper yeah. Juniors. So we get the Whopper Juniors. And man, did that thing hit the spot like nothing else. <laughs> it was great. Yes.
0: I like a good Whopper Junior. Those, uh,
1: I do too. Yeah, they put shit Jr. on them. They're like the same price as a McDonald's crap cheeseburger that has like a pickle, a little bit of ketchup, yeah, and, and right. meat on it. This right. thing has like lettuce and tomato and the whole schmear.
0: Right. And I'll be honest, uh, you know, I, um, a Whopper Junior is, I don't need a full ass Whopper. Uh, just a regular Whopper Junior, all I need. That's yeah. enough to satiate
1: me. Yep. Yeah. A big Whopper. Uh, I mean, not that I couldn't put one away, but sure. you're right. It's too much. It's a big mm-hmm. burger. It's too big. Yeah. And they have one bigger than one that.
0: <laughs> you know, don't, uh, you know, don't, don't, don't be uh, cheap on the cheese. I do want a Whopper Jr. with cheese, but
1: yeah, that's uh, yeah. But make that cheese as if you can melt that cheese, that'd be great. Cause sometimes yeah. it's just a piece of cheese, <laughs> It's
0: a cold piece of cheese on a hot burger. It's yeah.
1: slowly cooling the burger. Yeah. yeah I don't right. like that. It's like a little refrigeration slab and on, on top of your meat yes anyway uh let's move on to the story here Yeah. somebody posted a lingo guide this on axios.com uh a lingo guide for utah stuff and a bunch of people said scott you should do this on the show scott you should do this on the show i finally relented i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you right now which of these are accurate and which of these are not all right and why brian if you have any questions about these Please say so.
0: I'm sure I will. I'm sure I will. So yes.
1: Um, so they. This is what they said on Axios: as a release, recently asked subscribers and social media users to send us words and phrases that are unique to Utahns and Salt Lakers, and you delivered. Says the article. Uh, let's see. Uh, for instance, the industry in Los Angeles refers to a movie, film, entertainment sectors. Okay, so when people say the industry over there, you know what they mean. Sure, that's
0: what it means. Okay.
1: Seattleites, people in Seattle, call their perceived child or cold shoulder towards transplants the Seattle freeze. I <laughs> didn't even know that was.
0: <laughs> I didn't know that one. Never okay. even
1: heard of that. That sounds more like a hockey expansion team, but whatever.
0: Right, right. Did you give them the freeze. Yeah, I give
1: them the freeze. The Seattle uh, freeze. So here are the terms, and I have to admit, most of these are pretty, pretty dead on. Yeah. Uh, if you say the church while you're here, yeah. yeah, you're referring to Mormons or the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. You're not talking about anybody else. That's who you mean. Right. That's Did 100% say, true. The church.
0: It is just the church
1: there. Yep. Yes. And if Brian walked into town and I said, hey, Brian, are you a member... Out of context, yeah. just hey, I mean, yeah. forget about the word church. Just if I said, hey, uh, is right. he a member? We it is an acknowledgement, everyone knows you mean a member of said church. That's what you mean. Gotcha.
0: It's not like uh, an Elks member or a member of the um the Jersey Mike's Shore Club, right?
1: I mean, you uh, might five sandwiches get one free. You uh, might, no, if his. you're at Jersey Mike's and they say to you, are you a member, you will in, <laughs> you, you will in context know, right?
0: I wouldn't say no, sir. I'm not religious. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I would prefer not to have missionaries come to the house. Sure. Thank you so much. Uh, point of the mountain. This is 100% correct. Oh, point this the is okay. the mountainous area that infamously separates Salt Lake and Utah counties. Uh, whenever you talk at, at all about traveling on I-15, going either direction, yeah. you yeah. say things like, how was traffic? Oh, I was pretty good up to point of the mountain, and then not bad after that. Or Really? Okay. Oh, it's interesting. always a demarcation. It's the weirdest thing. Huh.
0: Uh, and that's going here- east, so like if you're coming from Colorado and you're on I-15, heading you know, driving past Little America on your way into mm-hmm. uh, Utah, so there that you'll cross that before you get into the valley. Right? Yeah. So, so when
1: you get to yeah. right before Draper and right after you've left Lehigh, there's this just little set. Sa- it's not even a big expanse. And point yeah. of the mountain, it's funny. It's it's not like a high mountain. It's like in fact, it's most of it's been dug into because they use it for like <laughs> construction material like cement and everything okay. and so for whatever reason it's just stuck my entire life that has been the point of the mountain and that was a demarcation yeah. and that everybody understood what you were saying it's the weirdest thing Gotcha. Okay. here's one i don't know the red snake uh this is the <laughs> the trail of taillights ascending up big or little cottonwood canyons on heavy snow days Now, I know what those are, and I know what those canyons are, but I've never heard the term red snake ever.
0: No, but that's great. That seems like it could be used anywhere for some place that always seems to get busy. Like, you could say, oh, man, you know, we were going to go skiing this weekend, but, God, we got caught in the red snake up in Vail, or up to Vail. Yep. Totally makes sense. Yep.
1: Now, here's one. Scones. Uh, Not the triangular kind. This is a bread. is a cross between beignets and fry bread. Uh, and is usually served with powdered sugar and honey. Absolutely, we have these and we call them scones. And if they're not scones, I don't know what scones are. This is Dude, what we call scones.
0: this is great because when I was a kid, there was, uh, across from the Oriental Theater in the Highlands area of Denver, there was a shop that sold scones. And it was this. It was uh, really, really, like a much softer bread. That was dusted with powdered sugar, and you got a little thing of honey to dip it in, and these were fantastic. And then, you know, I got older, and and you go to a bakery and like, oh, they have scones here, great. What's this dry, crusty triangle that should be? It's like a popover that somebody uh, uh, didn't fill yeah. with something.
1: Yeah, it does seem uh, like it uh, should be filled with something, right? It totally does. Yeah, but yeah.
0: the but those old scones, man, I need to find, I need to find a local place that does your kind of scones rather than the triangular dry crusty bread kind yeah
1: because I will say even though I think they're not technically scones from other definitions they are really really good so yeah. there's that uh, here's one that I absolutely know sloughing this means skipping school I don't mm-hmm. know if this was true of other states mm-hmm. surrounding us or not but Yeah. You know. interesting okay so like, do you, sl- I, dude, where'd you go? Sluffing oh, off some, Yeah, sloughing off school, basically, is what it, it, what it came from. Yeah, I think that's where see. it came from. But you'd say things like, where'd you go? Oh, I slough fifth period, is how you'd say it. <laughs> okay. Um, All right. I don't know what everywhere else was. Is it skipping or uh, I don't know what else you'd say. Sloughing just sounds right to me. So I don't know what other word works, but I'm sure there's others. Um, uh, here's a, oh, So here's a use case for it. Okay. Uh, Kim's sloughing in middle school forced her to enter a truancy intervention court program, uh, and then it says yeah. after that you'll uh, you ditch school too if you attended Payson Junior High. This is true. Everyone hated Payson. Was the <laughs> no one wanted to go there? <laughs> really? And you know okay. what? Until all these years later, I don't know why. There's nothing yeah. wrong with Payson. They're fine. They're fine.
0: It's funny. Okay, it just it just got a bad rap, and and uh, uh, but people just said nope, nope, don't need it.
1: Uh, this next one's wrong says the west side maybe this has changed but uh, the Salt Lake City neighborhoods Fair Park Glendale Jordan Meadows Popular Grove Rose Park and West Point West of I-15 I mean maybe in the 50s and 60s that was called the west side but that's before the whole actual west side was developed I live on the west technically far west side like Mm -hmm. toward the other mountains on the whole other side of the valley so when I was growing up that was the west side so I don't know why they do that That's, that's weird um and then this one, the Zion Curtain. The partitions formerly <laughs> required in Utah restaurants aim to hide the creation of alcoholic beverages from children. I don't know what don't that we is. About this, right? I don't know don't what this is. About- I don't think so. Because when I go when I go to like a pub brewery, you see yeah. the stuff, the big old tanks and the guys in there working on it? And you Where can- did we where was I
0: talking about this? This was somebody about how they can't show you them making drinks, so they have basically a wall where the bar like blocking you from seeing the bar, who did we, Oh man, that's, if I would have thought it was you and something like an old Utah thing, like, uh,
1: yeah. um, it might be older. Back, uh, Cause when I, maybe yeah. it happened before I was old enough to even go to a place like this. But if I go to a yeah. bar now, they're just out there making drinks. It's like interesting. Okay. And like, if it's like a bartender situation, it's uh, like, we just went to one. Um, Oh, the, the, the whiskey burger place. I like the five seventy one whatever it is. Forget the name of it. But anyway, they have a huge bar, and they're back there doing their thing. You stay making the drinks and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so I, yeah, know, I mean, it
0: says for, formally required,
1: so, you know. Oh. I, mean,
0: I bet they meant formerly required.
1: Yeah, I bet it's formerly, because formally, I don't think yeah. is right. Maybe this yeah. law recently it, changed, and I don't know, because I don't drink. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, most of these are right. I'm surprised they didn't put things in here, like fetching, which is a replacement for the F word you hear a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Really? Oh but, yeah, that whole bacon fetch, oh, I'm fetch not going fetch fetching the fetching Merlot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know that whole thing where across the country people say stop trying to make fetch happen? It kind of happened yeah, here. It, it actually of happened, happened. In Utah, apparently. Yeah. Yes. And there's others, but oh, yeah. this is great. That's, so
0: that's a really funny one though. Like it feels like such the
1: wrong Oh, it's stupid. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's like, oh that that woman
0: is so fetching.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're like fetching what? What is she? Uh... Your mom's fetching right now, isn't she? <laughs> If anyone else out there has one that's uh, like Colorado stuff, send it in. I'd love to kind of contrast it. Yeah, I'd it
0: love to see some Colorado ones. Because uh, I bet they'd be like, oh, I never even thought about that being a local thing until you see a list like this.
1: Right. And, they, and of course, this isn't included. There's all kinds of different crazy foods besides scones, like, you know, the carrot, shredded carrots and jello is absolutely mm-hmm. a thing here.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. With something salad.
1: What's it? Uh- J- just jello salad, I think. Right. I
0: do have here. you ready I think I found a list if oh you do want. it let's
1: hear him what do you let's got see
0: I have not looked I have not vetted this list I'm just going to give it to you un, unscanned but do this it. is the uncover Colorado I'm ready and uh, understanding local Colorado slang so you've got uh food lingo Colorado bulldog it's not really a Colorado um, bulldog yeah, it's a it's a really good drink. It's sweet though. It's like basically it's a white Russian with cola, oh, okay. uh, vodka, milk and cola. But, but or, unique
1: or unique to the to your area, I guess.
0: I never thought about being that. I thought I just thought they called it that because it's it's a white Russian, but it has Coke in it. It's mm. a white Russian with Coke, basically. Okay, Colorado Kool Aid. I would agree. Slang term for Coors beer. Yes. Colorado Kool-Aid that's great Oh, you can drink. bring me a bring me a bottle of Colorado Kool-Aid wow uh, Denver omelet again not local vernacular mm-hmm. it's no it's, we eat those here all the time they're fantastic yeah there, get a big mouthful of the Denver <laughs> um, Denver Steak this is really this is a bad list Green Chili Rocky Mountain Oysters let's see if we've got some better
1: we have those anywhere with Rocky Mountains um, has the oysters we get we, we know what those are
0: this is a little bit better. A-Town is the nickname for Aurora, also affectionately called Saudi Aurora for its <laughs> desert-like landscape. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Right. I hope that's the reason it's called Saudi Aurora. I've never heard it called that, but I've heard A-Town. Uh, basin, yeah, Breck, short for Breckenridge. BV for Buena Vista, or Buena Vista, it's pronounced. Uh, cap Hill for cap- the Capitol here neighborhood, Hill neighborhood. Cap Hill, I like that. Cap Hill. Yeah, like uh, CBD, which is also the Central Business District of downtown Denver, where you can buy CBD. CBD. Oddly enough, yeah, funny enough. Foco it was just up in Foco yesterday, as as we mentioned with the uh, the folks. Yeah, um, yeah, I'd say some of these are really just abbreviations for uh, towns and areas. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Lungtucky for Lungmont long
1: tucky i kind of like that Long tucky
0: yeah. why though why uh because of uh because of the 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 trend of the people who lived up there for oh, a while in the I see. 80s yeah. i think was
1: yeah. kind of got a yeehaw going out there i see a little see. bit of yeehaw yeah. um
0: <laughs> switzerland of america which is the nickname for your a had no idea is that a uh like a it's city. a town out uh, southwest of, uh, in the southwest corner, uh, Ure. Never been there, I don't think. But I guess it's the Switzerland of America.
1: Hmm. Probably a lot of Swiss immigrants there, or
0: something. Started. Probably some heavy, some high mountains and some some Swiss people. We have maybe. that
1: with uh, this place here called Midway. It was founded by almost entirely Swiss pioneers who came from Switzerland and then pioneered out here, and then set up shop. And now, when you go out there. Every other building looks like some kind of Swiss Alps-looking construction. It's all very Swiss out there, and they have Swiss days oh. where you go get cheese and weird chocolate and stuff. Oh,
0: that's cool. Yeah, yeah there's a place in uh, north in California, just north of uh, um, of Los Angeles, called Solvang. The the speaking, I mean, I did the, uh, the the fetching Merlot joke that was sideways, where they go to Solvang, um, uh-huh. and that's where they head out for all of their their winery tour.
1: Uh, stuff in that uh, in that film was that before uh, or after the infor- unfortunate incident <laughs> with the window on the I car?
0: I think that that's before okay. they end up in Solvang at the very beginning of the movie. Yes. Okay. Good. Uh, Gaper is a uh, clueless person on the slope, standing around, getting in the way, gaping. <laughs> what at? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, or it's also more accurately used to describe the gape between a person's goggles and helmet, which I think is. A gap, not a gape, but they, oh. they spell it gape. So. Yeah, because
1: that'd be gapper, not gaper. Yeah, it'd right? be
0: a gapper. Um, <laughs> granola, an outdoorsy, nature-loving, organic-fed, hippy-dippy, left-leaning person quite common in Colorado. Well, you have you can find them in Boulder by the Subaru load. <laughs> so true. That, is, that,
1: that one's dead so on, true. right? We have those same yeah, people, but they're on. all they're all in Park City is where they are here. So
0: Yeah. Uh, peak bagger, uh someone who f- climbs a lot of mountains, uh usually focusing on 14ers. uh Rastafarian. Yep. A the fort- a trust fund kid that's a Rastafari. What's a 14er? 14,000 uh, oh. foot
1: uh, uh, peak mountain. Okay. Peak. So it's like a class of climbing. I'm like focusing yeah. on 14ers. Never heard of that. Yeah. Tina climbed a 14er this weekend, but she didn't
0: start from the bottom. But, uh, uh whatever she got to the top and i'm super proud of her
1: yeah that's awesome 14ers aren't Uh,
0: easy it was that's what she was doing while we were talking about uh, edge of
1: tomorrow by the way oh got it yeah nice
0: colorado cologne is the smell of marijuana on somebody's clothes that's good colorado cologne
1: colorado cologne looks like you're wearing some colorado cologne there oh that's great they call utahns (laughs) mules for going to vegas and bringing weed home with them (laughs) really yeah (laughs) they're they're only mewling for themselves you know they're not like hired by some cartel they just go there
0: that's it those are all the all the good ones from the uh, Colorado
1: list well there you go Uh, what weird ones do you guys have in your hometown send us an email or a text and tell us we'd love to hear about it Uh, but for now we're going to take a break and when we come back Bobby Frankenberger will be here we're going to have a little science today all right so sit back and enjoy some Monday science after this song break that Brian will now explain yeah, let's go to
0: uh, Portland for this one, and I haven't seen yet if it's the Portland in the Maine or the Portland and the Oregon. Judging by the band, I'm going to guess that they're the Portland and the Oregon because they're a little quirky. It's a band called Roselit Bone, and they have a brand new single uh, this is Crying in the USA from their new album, Ofrenda, which comes out August 25th via Get Loud Recordings. They are touring. And uh, if you like Orville Peck, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, Timber Timber, and the Gun Club, you'll probably like this. Here is uh, the song Crying in the USA by Rose Litbone.
3: A splash of whiskey to burst the trail dust off in the gullet and keep my singing voice in fettle.
0: I'm gonna go testicle.
1: And we've returned. Tell me who that was again, please sure that's the band rose Lit bone from their brand new album ofrenda coming
0: out uh this friday this coming friday that's the song crying in the usa
1: nice where else are you gonna cry do it here it's fine Yeah, we yeah. don't care we don't care yeah. you know how you were looking forward a little bit to the the shit show that was going to be the republican uh uh debates
0: yes and now we're not going to get uh the the, the the big piece of shit to make it a shit show is not even going to be there for it.
1: Yeah, he's skipping out on all the debates. Yeah. He's not going to do it. He, I'm who sure should not be named. Just,
0: that's gonna, what that's going to do. I
1: to guess Wednesday is the just... first one, I think. Is yeah. It? That's, yeah. That's crazy. We're this close to all that crap. Um, I know. I'm not looking forward to it. I will be avoiding it all, to be honest. Yeah. Um. All right. What are we doing here? We're adding uh, someone. Oh, Bobby, duh get my monday figured out all right here we go let's get (laughs) let's get bobby in here let's get some stuff going i feel like we've been deprived of scientific knowledge for long enough so now's our chance
4: Science.
2: science bob is hungry and the soup looks good
1: well 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 what do we have here it's bobby frankenberger joining us from south carolina are you going to the meetup or no i don't remember if you were going is not from what I hear.
2: Not well, more. I heard that Brian Ibbot is going to be there, so I didn't want to. <laughs> you don't want to. You don't want to. I mean, what, that yeah. What, that what, sentence. How do you want burger. me to finish that, Brian? I didn't want there to be so much excitement that yeah. people lose their minds yeah in the let's, let's go with
0: that let's go with that one
2: bobby <laughs> yeah that's a
1: fine explanation i like where you went with that well it's uh it's good to have you here though and you'll be here again wednesday uh with the co-host seaton so thanks for doing that ahead of time appreciate yeah,
2: it yeah no problem i uh i canceled all my doctor's appointments just so i could be here
1: <laughs> yeah all three three Had or four it the, was just no the deal. thursday
2: like Scott. I mean, yeah. that works <laughs> I mean, yeah, you... I can wait to do that chemo thing. Oh sure, no problem. Until...
1: Look, you're getting. What are you doing? Like old school leeches and bloodletting or something? Because sure. you're a scientist, yeah, so you believe yeah, in yeah. those things. Yeah.
2: That's what my old timey doctor told me we should do. That's right. Get in there, get it done. Although my mom also is prescribed
1: cigarettes. My mom, my mom, is going to a guy right now who is having her do some form of this bloodletting oh, thing. Oh boy! And I said, Mom, is it a doctor? And she goes. She very quickly said, oh, yes. And I said, are you? And before I could even say, are you sure? She says, well, I think he is. I think it's a doctor. And she's talking like this. I'm like, mom, who are you talking to? And who is taking blood out of an (laughs) 85-year-old? Anyway, I got to deal with this now. Uh, Well, anyway, you're here. It's science time. Let's talk about what's been brewing on your little science, your little Petri dish that you've been holding on to since we talked last.
2: A little Petri dish? Yeah. Uh Yeah. Uh, I got, I've got two things. I got a quick update from, uh, I looked into, you remember we mentioned, you, you mentioned water allergies and I said that, that sounds like a bunch of hokum to me. Oh, right.
1: Yeah. Mm Yeah.
2: Um, and then, and then you gave me (laughs) a link to (laughs) what you were talking about. And, um, so I looked into it more and, um, and I thought I would share what I found with everybody. Please do. uh, Yeah. Because, um. It is a thing. It's actually incredibly rare. First of all, that's why I'd never heard of it. Only like th- it says, what I read said there's only like between thirty and forty cases that have been reported since the '60s. Yeah, oh, wow. like it's very, very, very. So it's small like percentage. less than one a year, <laughs> um, and uh, it's uh, it's it's just really, really weird. And and it's not it's it's what I what I suspected I guess was right that it's not a problem with the water. They're not actually sure why it happens, but what does so it's called aquagenic urticaria Mm and to aqua meaning water genic meaning like cause so like it's and oh and urticaria is hives so it's it's hives that are caused by exposure to water right um and uh apparently the whole the features of it it, the water can be any temperature Um, they're usually really small hives um the temperature thing is important because that's how they test for it, right. and it is that it has to be room temperature to test for it because it could, if it's cold or hot water, it could be a different hive's reaction, like a mm. like a like some kind of reaction to cold, or you can also have like I forgot what it's called, cholinergic, um urticaria. I think that can be a reaction to wa- to heat or warmth. Mm. Um, but anyway, uh, like I said, they don't know what causes it. That's which is weird. <laughs> I mean, how would you figure and that out, right? There's so few people, right? And it doesn't um,
0: seem to affect the you know, the 90% water that your body is made up of, or <laughs> right,
2: right? Right. So yeah. it's, it's, um, and there's some conflicting reports. So, like, so there's a couple of guesses as to what it could be.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, and apparently, at least one of the people it would be so severe that. That when they drank water, they would get their throat would close up and oh, everything. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So I don't know how you deal with that. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> or at least it would swell up. I don't know if it completely closed or what. But well, they
1: do like intravenous for those people, right? They just have to. I be guess on they a drip. would have to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They have to be on a drip um, all the time. And then you have to hope whatever you're dripping is the right saline mix of whatever. So it doesn't have the same reaction or the same rejection. It's, yeah. I was reading a whole thing on this and watched a video of a girl who dealt with it. And that's how she was getting her hydration. She was plugged in all the time to a uh, to a thing. What do you call it? IV. Well. Wow.
2: Yeah. Anyway. So they th- the the couple of reasons they they theorize or um, or hypothesize that it might be uh might be happening is they think um it's possible that it's a it's a reaction, a water reaction with the the sebum on your skin. Sebum is like the 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 technical medical name for for the oil gunk oh, okay. on your skin. It's not the just the oil. You keep
0: cleaning off your phone. Ugh. You get the fingerprints yeah. off of that.
2: That's yeah. actually right. Um, whenever gross. you leave f- fingerprints all over your phone and everything, it's all sebum. And it's it's not called just oil because it's got a bunch of other gross stuff in it, too. Why does it
1: have <laughs> to have such a horrible freaking name? I know. That is a
2: very horrible name. Yeah. Ugh. Sebum? Yeah, yeah.
1: Why's your, what's wrong with your, my phone? Oh, it's covered in sebum. I don't want
0: anything yeah. to do with yeah. your sebum-covered
2: Pronounce it phone. carefully. Yeah, I've been
0: <laughs> been sitting on this boat for so long. I got sebum. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I like that. That was good. Yeah. Um, but anyway, they think that the water might somehow have some sort of chemical reaction with certain people's sebum, um, and it and then the reaction creates some other substance that that forms that gets absorbed by the skin, and that causes a rea- a, a histamine reaction or like an allergic reaction. Oh, no. Um. Or that there's an allergen in the the epithelial tissue, the, the skin tissue that gets dissolved by water. So it's like a water soluble allergen. So it's fine when it's just in your skin, but when the water touches it, it does, it it's, it gets dissolved into the water and then absorbed into the skin. Yeah. And then that that might be what's happening. I mean, clearly so the biggest
1: what... the biggest problem with this is probably the rarity, right? Because it's hard to test.
2: Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because you've got
1: one out of you know eight billion people a year, (laughs) and you're like, oh, hold on a second, quickly, let's see if we can learn from this one person, and we'll not, we won't see another one for however long we're going to see them, and I don't know how you test for that. Like, how do you ever, how do you ever get to the bottom of that?
2: You just got to. It's really, really careful. The hard thing about testing for it is that you can test for, for for what's causing the reaction but not necessarily it's much harder to figure out what's going on underneath um someone in the chat chris said is there any chance that it's anxiety induced hives i guess with some people it could be um because th- there is such a thing as anxiety induced urticaria uh and um that's a whole nother thing but they test for it pretty carefully i mean it's the test is pretty simple actually they they cover your arm or a part of your body with a thing that only exposes like one." Like a one an inch by one inch square, and then they just put like a wet sponge on it for thirty minutes. Just a and regular a old tap water, right?
1: Just like tap water, or do they do distilled? Yep. Or how, okay, uh,
2: they probably do distilled. They, uh, I don't actually know. Um, I would think that they'd want to do that just in case, like, just There's to rule out additives meant, in the water, yeah, iron stuff like or that. whatever. Yeah, yeah rust.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to put. You want to have as pure a source, I assume, of water to to get. The best possible results. Otherwise, what you're in Flint, Michigan, you can just put tap water on somebody's arm? Yeah. Can't trust that. Right, right, right. No offense, Flint. So. It's not your pro- it's not your fault. Anyway, continue. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but that's it. So I just wanted to update people because uh it turns out that I was my my scoffing skepticism was um was my my skeptical toolbox was was a, tuned a little too high. I suppose I should have. Um,
1: well, it can happen, uh, right? Like if somebody says yeah. to you, "I heard people can be allergic to water," and your first reaction is probably the right one.
2: You and should to be, be fair. St- you did say it in a very <laughs> thick Southern accent. So. <laughs> exactly.
3: Right, but I knew it I, I
1: knew from, it did come from a Facebook post from a uh, an Ella. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, I knew I I knew I had read it, and I knew I had I wasn't I felt like I was going a little crazy because I. the way you're reacting i it was like well wait a minute it's not that i didn't read this where did i see this and then yeah so i'm glad to hear that there's at least some about it but this this explains why it's so. i mean it's just freaking rare nobody has this it's
2: yeah exactly exactly yeah the other thing i wanted to to briefly talk about today was um it's it's a little bit of a a plug for my show but i don't feel bad about that because that's kind of why i'm here um (laughs) it's totally fine but uh Not last week, but the week before. We do this every other week now, right? So, so normally every week I get a chance to say, Hey, this was on my show. So, but I didn't this past time because last week was, um, was Steven Schleicher. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, but last Monday we had an episode come out that, um, I covered, uh, an interesting, some science that was being published, uh, that's kind of a one of a kind study that was done that was, um, a group of, of researchers that are working with meta the, you know, Facebook, Instagram meta, and they gave them access to a ton of, um, of, of their data and, and are letting them run not just data analysis on it, but also they did a couple of experiments to answer questions about social media and echo chambers and how it affects things. Um, People's political uh, outlooks and political opinions right um, because Tom, that's a big question right yeah, now, right I think Tom Merritt brought it up on a
1: DTNS and I didn't hear the whole thing, so I'm excited to hear the whole thing you probably well, got more and than I've here.
2: got um I've got a brief uh, they they did four papers though there were four published papers. there's actually going to be I think twelve or more that are in the works right now, but they just published four. Of some really interesting ones, and I'll go through like quickly what the there's a lot on the. If you want to hear a, a real detailed um, digging into this, then uh, check out the episode that I did um, two weeks ago, and uh, on all around science, and um, and I really dug into this. But the real the real big thing, they had a couple of questions that they wanted to answer these these papers that were published. The first one it ta- it talked a lot about or or what they were looking at w- were questions about how are, how segregated, you know, one of the things that people talk about is that your Facebook feeds are very segregated. Yeah. You know, that you're only seeing specific things that you're in these echo chambers, that you're only seeing things from like-minded individuals. And how is that polarizing us as people? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's the question. Um, how are we getting polarized? And so we, we have intuition about that, like, what do you guys think? Your intuition tells you that what? How are how are how are social media algorithms affecting our our polarization? Well, the, and our- the, the
1: assumption yeah. is that it's affecting it greatly. But I'm pretty sure what that this they just data widen. is. Yeah, yeah, that it just wor- makes it worse. Or you know, if somebody's on the on the fence, this some of that may push them over said fence. I think that's what our natural uh, inclination would be. Because it's mm-hmm. so, it is divisive language, and it's divisive action, and it's it's got all the hallmarks of an emotional response on 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 both yeah. sides of the issue. Like, so I think that's not crazy to think that. But I'm it's guessing not at all. I'm guessing this data is showing us that you were already kind of in the slot you were in, and this didn't make any big difference. Is my guess?
2: Maybe a little bit. There's um, it's it, as with many things in science. When we start to dig into these questions and really try to get evidence for for what's going on, um, it's complicated. Uh, for sure. Um, But that's, you got to start there. We want to have the actual data that's going to tell us what's going on so that we can then ask more questions and really get a nuanced understanding of what's going on. So, um, but yeah, you're right. The intuition is that if an algorithm is showing us the things that we want to see, then it would be curating it into such an extent that we're only seeing things because you can also block people that make you upset and all this kind of stuff, then eventually you're just going to end up with a bunch of people saying all the same thing that agree with you, and you're just going to have this distorted view of the world, right? Mm, mm, That's the mm, assumption. Sure, so let, right. what did they find out? So the first first paper t- looked at segregated feeds and ba- basically just asked the question, how segregated are our Facebook and Instagram feeds? Mm. Um, when they say segregated, they just mean like, ha- like w- what type of information are you being exposed to, sure, right? sure. Um, they did find out, no surprise, that segregation does exist on a conservative-liberal spectrum politically. Um, basically, you're – these people are – these two groups of people, se- uh, conservatives and and liberals, are engaging with different types of political news. That's that's what they mean by segregation. They're not engaging with much of the same type of stuff. Right. Um and, uh, and it did find that conservatives are more segregated than liberals Now, this is not a political statement this isn't us saying that it's just yeah. that's what they found mm-hmm. um, and uh, and that and this is to me the interesting thing of that paper was that the majority of news that was tagged false so they because meta they've got their own like software behind the scenes that that identifies things that are that are you know fake news it's false right it's right. not right it's not trustworthy information. So mo- a majority of the news that the political news that they found that was tagged false was viewed by conservatives, and um, it's important to know that, that that that's still a small percentage. It was only like 02 percent of the total content being viewed. We can we can get sort of like a like a distorted understanding of what that means. It's still a really small amount of stuff. Um, but uh, but that's what basically the that was. It's true, yes. Our, our news feeds are becoming segregated. That that we can say sure. from this data that they looked at, right?
1: That's that so to me they, seems that part seems obvious to me. It's just yeah. a matter of whether yeah. they're you know whether it's actually creating exodus from either side, you know?
2: Yeah, you know. and a lot of this stuff is going to confirm some of from some of our probably some of our intuition, but there are some surprising things in here. I think uh, the next question they asked was what effect would so it looked at the algorithm. Right. A lot of people blame the algorithm, and I think it's fair, too. It makes sense that this would be causing weirdness <laughs> in what we see. That algorithm that we're talking about didn't used to exist, right? Yeah. It's cool. it's a relatively recent thing in social media. It's not new by any means, but um, it hasn't always been there. It used to just be chronological feeds, right? Sure. Um, and so what they did was they wanted to say, because some people say, what if we just go back to chronological feeds? Wouldn't that solve a lot of these problems? Because Facebook isn't just feeding us what we want, you know, or what what will, maybe not even what we want, but what will get us to click on things and spend more time on the platform, right? Right. Um, so what they did, they actually tested, they did an experiment on this one. They t- looked at 23,000 Facebook users and 21,000 Instagram users and what they did is half of half of these people on each platform they they switched to a instead of having the algorithm serve them con- content in their feed they had a reverse chronological feed which is just the the latest posts get get fed to you on your feed the top, and yeah Yeah, from the top the most recent is at the top and as you scroll down you're going backwards in time and that's it everything reverse chronological the thing right?
1: everybody w- says they want by the way we yes. should write right, that right. Up. exactly yeah yes. you know,
2: so this is an interesting one because, okay, they did find that a reverse chronological feed, users who had that did spend less time on Facebook and Instagram, which makes more sense. They spent more time on other platforms as well. Um, and that makes sense, right? The The whole point of the algorithm is to keep you engaged with their platform. So if you don't have it, you would expect people to spend less time on there. So that did happen. Um, also, the reverse chronological feed... Uh, This is the interesting part, I think, to me, and maybe unexpected, is that people who had the reverse chronological feed actually had their exposure to untrustworthy sources increased. Mm. Oh, okay. So they were were more exposed to untrustworthy sources.
0: Is it that the the algorithm that feeds you um, popular posts uh, gives you so many that it decreases the number of um you know uh, non factual posts or or maybe yeah it just it maybe. basically just we there's enough speculate. crap that it just pushes yeah. all the other the other crap
2: down we could speculate why that is it's probably a large unknown because a lot of these algorithms are just black boxes yeah. we don't really understand what's going on behind the scenes um but uh but i think i think um my speculation might be that that Somehow, through the way this algorithm works, and through maybe crowdsourcing of some kind, because the the algorithm isn't just, I don't think, looking at only your behavior. It's also kind of trying to guess what you would be interested in based on people like you. Right. Um, and uh, it probably is somehow crowdsourcing some of that untrustworthy untrust- information and not serving it up because, in general, people don't engage with it as much. Maybe it's maybe it's more obvious than we realize. How untrustworthy it is, and if it's not going through that algorithm, if it's just if your feed is just showing you stuff that people post in order, mm-hmm. then you're going to see it whether people engage right. with it or not, right? Mm-hmm. As long as
0: it's as long as it's some recent uh, bullcrap, then you'll see it, yes,
2: <laughs> right. And so that's pro- potentially a problem, and it's, it's it's at least something we want to be aware of if we're thinking about doing that. Is that yeah, you might spend less time on the platform, but you might be seeing more stuff that's untrustworthy, right? Right. Another question that they answer, asked was, what if we uh, limit how much resharing that people see on the platform? So re-sh- you, we know what resharing is. Someone mm-hmm. someone shares something and then you share it again, right?
1: Right. Sure. Yeah, I assume that's right. like repost, retweet, whatever. That, yeah, exactly.
2: Thing. Yeah. Um, so what they did was, they, again, another uh, this was another group. All of these papers were different people. There were 23,000 Facebook users and um, half of them had reshares completely removed from their feed they couldn't they did not see reshares at all um for three months and then they looked at what happened to those people and they found that untrustworthy content for was actually reduced by an by a a whole one-third when they did not get reshared content so a lot of that stuff is coming is being reshared interesting yeah, and uh, and and that's so. You, so if you by removing reshares, f- the ability to see reshares, you you reduced your exposure to untrustworthy content. Um, but another, but importantly, also political content in generally in general and political news specifically was reduced by quite a bit as well. Um, so p- the the exposure to political news was reduced by half by fifty percent just by getting rid of reshares. Um. Wow. And the re- and that that ended up decreasing people's news knowledge, which means that they had less ability to distinguish between events that actually happened versus ones that didn't. Mm. <laughs> are you surprised? That, it's to me, taking- makes sense too. Yeah. yeah. Right. Are,
1: are you surprised it's taken this long for us to start doing this with this data? Or maybe it's always been. No,
2: I'm not surprised that it's taken this long at all because all of that data is proprietary. Yeah. Um, and so that's one of the reasons this is such an unprecedented um, and and first-of-its-kind study is because um, this is the first time that Facebook, or, or rather Meta, has made this data available for free to researchers in, at universities to so do th- stuff a with. Third they, they had to sign a lot of agreements and everything, but... Right. Um,
1: and this isn't just some company who's trying to monetize this data. This is like for research right. purposes.
2: Exactly. Exactly, and that—that's an important distinction to make. Some people are really skeptical, and—and and, or at least, you know, have like, you know, looking at it sort of side-eyed and squinty because they're like, they don't quite—they <laughs> haven't quite forgotten about the uh, the Cambridge Analytica stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, that was a different thing, though. That was uh, that was not just free institutions having free access for research purposes. There was a lot of a lot of people were involved in disca- deciding deciding how this was going to get done and who and who was going to get access to it and everything. Right. Also all the user data has been scrubbed from all this. So it's just it's just like behavior data. It's not there's no user data associated with it.
1: Oh, that's good. So this is just like how people are interacting with with threads or you know, right. whatever it may be. Okay. That's interesting.
2: Right. The last interesting one that that they uh, that they looked at was the question of echo chambers, which is what if what if we broke up like deliberately broke up these echo chambers? What would happen? Mm. Um, they did another sort of intervention experiment. They looked at twenty three thousand Facebook users again. Uh, half of the users. You might be wondering why twenty three thousand every time. It's not necessarily the same people. It's just when researchers design an experiment, they have to pick a number to give the 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 uh, and the 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 results power power is a term used in statistics and so they actually decide the size of samples usually ahead of time. so it could be that they're all just using the same statistical models um, but It's a different
0: to, it, it's potentially a different 23,000 every time for correct. each of these yeah. different
2: tests yeah um, so they looked at 23,000 users half of them had all types of content from like-minded sources reduced by a third That's a mouthful just basically know that that half of these 23,000 people, had the the amount of like-minded stuff coming in their feed reduced all right and they wanted okay. to see what would the effect of that be just and, and they did measure that by the way by there's there's a pretty well-known reliable way to measure people's political leanings that psychologists and sociologists use so they just used one of those tests it's it's pretty val, val, it's been validated over time and everything so right. it's pretty right
1: you've reliable. already got it why do it yeah you know, why do you don't need to reinvent yeah. the wheel on that that makes sense
2: yeah so the first thing they did was just look at all of the data and see how much – they just asked the question, how, how much of an echo chamber is there really? How often are people being exposed to content from like-minded sources? And they found that the median Facebook user has half of their content coming from like-minded sources mm-hmm. and only 15% of the content that they see is coming from straight up what they call cross-cutting sources from from the other side of the
0: aisle. Non, oh, cross-cutting. So yeah. not, not necessarily – um, what's, what's the, what's the opposite of like-minded basically things that they don't necessarily agree with as opposed to just blanket non nonpartisan kind of information.
2: Yeah. The other, the, the other percentage there, I guess, what's that like 35% is mm-hmm. coming from neutral. Coming from, Okay. From,
0: yeah, yeah gotcha. Neutral. Um, That's a good way to put that. Yeah. Sure.
2: Yeah. Uh, 20.6 percent of users get are getting more than three-fourths of their content from like-minded sources so so at least a fifth of all users are getting almost all of their content on their feeds are coming from like-minded sources so that's that's a description of the echo chamber and what it looks like
1: well right? I mean because that's what they've just des- uh, that is design though that's what algorithms are meant to do right
2: it, it, Not it, necessarily well because um, if all you want, if all you want care is
1: about kid, w- sorry if all you want is like cat videos, and you spend spend all your time looking at cats related stuff you are yeah. going to mostly get cat related stuff right algorithmically not the reverse chronological but algorithmically right. you're just always going to get those not always but most of what you'll get is that so right. it seems the same would be here if all you were interested in is you know shit posts from <laughs> from somebody who you agree with well then you're going to get a lot more of that
2: right Right. But presumably, though, because these are these are random users that they looked at and um, and they don't have user data on them. So presumably we're getting a random sampling of people. Some people are not engaged on Facebook just for political content, but they're still gauging where they fall on the political spectrum and figuring out what type of content are they exposed to. So I don't really engage with with political content on facebook for example but i can almost guarantee you that most of the content i see is probably people that agree with me (laughs) um and uh and that's not that's not because i've curated it that way in fact i often try like i deliberately don't block people for for other reasons but um so so it's not necessarily that that it's only giving it to you because you want it it's the algorithm doesn't care about the specific content the algorithm just cares about, presumably. I'm not an expert or anything, but presumably the algorithm only cares about what's going to keep you on Facebook, right? Right, I would <laughs> right. assume so. Um, yeah. So anyway, th- what they did look at though is if they if they cut the those that half of the users, and they reduced the content on their feed from like-minded people, what would happen? Hmm. Um, and so they found out that it increased their exposure to cross-cutting and neutral content. Which, again, you would expect that, right? If you're getting less stuff from like-minded people, you're going to get more stuff from other people. Sure. Um, but it also reduced their exposure to untrustworthy content and uncivil content, which is good. That's a good thing, yeah. right?
0: <laughs> you want that that stuff getting blocked as a plus. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, but here's an interesting thing. Uh, their overall engagement with like-minded sources decreased. And that makes sense because they're not getting as much of it. Mm. But the rate of engagement with those like-minded sources increased. So what that mm. means in plain English is they weren't engaging with as much like-minded content. But when they saw it, they were more likely to engage with it than they were before.
1: Interesting.
2: Yeah. Okay. Man, I feel so like So what a real... does that mean? No. Wh- who knows? Like, what, what does that <laughs> mean for behavior? This is just a description of what's going on and what happens when you make these changes. Tons more questions need to be asked, and uh, um. Oh, an interesting thing about all of these, I I just lumped it all together here in a summary because uh, rather than say it all sure. each time, which is that none of these interventions that they did had any measurable impact on their political polarization, their ideology, or their attitude. Yeah, it didn't change people's minds at all.
1: That's the part I was—I remember from Tom's thing is it, it yeah. seemed like it, the, the impact is not what you logically would expect.
2: Yeah. Because mm-hmm. our logic brains go, oh, it's so dangerous.
1: These guys over here yeah. saying these things, that's really going to erode and and whatever. And it's a, that seems like a valid theory to me. Until you look at the data, and the data says, "Well, not really. you if you came into it with a certain mindset, you'd left with the same mindset. You didn't change your mind. If anything, you dug yeah. your feet in deeper, right?
2: but but what else could this mean, right? Like maybe we we know that people are more likely to engage if if you reduce the the like-minded content, they're more likely to engage with the ones that they see. Does that mean and this is total speculation here. Does that mean does that have implications for for getting people riled up and fomenting? you know, like uprisings and, and stuff like that, you know, like political action. Um, who knows? Uh, I would like to see, rather than just changing people's minds politically, Yeah. I would think it would be interesting to see more research done on how these types of interve- interventions affect individuals' mental health. Um, you know, like maybe anxiety about <laughs> our political landscape gets reduced. Right? Right. Um, it's also interesting to note what we said before, that people are, seem to be, when they don't have this information coming across them in these ways, they seem to become less informed about politics. That could be a bad thing, too. <laughs> our, our democracy works if we know about what's going on right yeah data
1: so, information and da- real data uh, data whatever you want to call it is uh, is helpful no matter what the situation is so that's right. I love so this how kind can of
2: we how can we re- do what some of these did how can we reduce exposure to untrustworthy content while keeping the same or increasing um the uh the their people's intelligence about the news, their, their awareness of what's going on. Yeah.
1: There's someone's going to write in about this, I'm sure, but somebody somewhere has got a mother-in-law or a close relative, right. Who prior to, um, this sort of stuff being prominent on the internet or even the internet itself. Okay. Mm -hmm. They're older, whatever. Um, they're gonna say, well, my mom didn't go my mother-in-law didn't go crazy until all this stuff started showing up on her Facebook feed. And then she started reposting it and then posting about it and quote quoting it and blah, blah, blah. That's probably true. But what it what it what this data seems to suggest is she came into this prone to this. Meaning yeah. those she glommed on to that because that's already where her brain is. And she's that's like what that's you know,
2: exactly my thought because you can't. I don't think you can look at things that happen on social media and the way our behavior changes over time. I don't think you can look at this chronology of events and and see cause and effect because of how new of a technology this is. So, what I also know about how uh, political stuff has has been all over social media over the past eight years what also has happened over the past eight years is that my grandparents figured out how to use a smartphone (laughs) right (laughs) um so there it could just be like you're saying it could be that eight years ago grandma figured out how to get on facebook for the first time and that's what you're seeing right Mm -hmm. um is th- is that they're already kind of inclined to engage with it th- with it in this way and it's just they've gotten better at engaging with the platform um you know right. so it's it's hard to say that's why s- experiments need to be done rather than just looking at what's happened over time because there's too many factors and variables that you can't
1: yeah. that you can't feels isolate good. You feels know? good that there's something's being talked about like this though like some research is being done
2: i'm really interested to see what we're going to find out more now that a lot of this data is being shared it was it's also (laughs) i think they need to do more of it um for sure this was all data that was shared like it was like september to december of 2020 or something right like right when everybody is very engaged in a very specific way politically because an election's going on, right? In, yeah. In, in the fallout of an election.
1: Right. So. I wonder if we'll ever, I wonder if Twitter slash X would ever cough up this data for someone to work with. It doesn't
2: feel like they would. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with over there anymore. <laughs> yeah, Can I mean, you, is, are people really calling it X now? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're calling it X Twitter or, what did I see?
0: I saw somebody, um, maybe it was uh, in Gadget, combine it as Twitter. <laughs> Oh. Like they X W I T T E R, which I don't know how you pronounce it. I, I that's more I like said Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> it is kind of quitter, yeah, yeah it's a little exactly. bit quitter, yeah.
1: which isn't that too crazy, but it's yeah, kind I don't, of funny
0: I, actually. Yeah,
1: yeah, I don't know. Okay, there right. was, um, you know, there's always something to get weirded out by over there. they recent announcement, or uh, Elon Musk recently saying they're going to get rid of the block feature, mm-hmm. um. And then he turned around and blocked a bunch of people who were mad about the block feature going away. (laughs) Those kinds of things are, you know, I'm starting, I'm starting to see that most of that stuff is there. It's all designed to get people flipping out, which drives engagement. Like that's why you do it.
2: Have you guys ever watched, I know, I think Brian, I know you have, have you watched The Great? Um, Oh, oh, I love The Great. The Great is great. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Kim and I binged that whole thing. It's awesome. Great
2: show. When I think of what Elon Musk must be doing when he goes to work every day. It it reminds me of Peter of Russia. Yeah. Just right, like right. like yeah. he just walks in and he's like <laughs> something something happens right in front of him and he's like I'm just going to kill everyone. <laughs>
1: right. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes.
2: yes.
1: Yeah. There is or a, how yeah, about we just response. make this yeah. illegal now? <laughs> I, I honestly think these I'll make a prediction one year from now. Okay. End of August next year. Let's come together again on this show and see if yeah. I was right. But I think within a year, he either tries to sell it or steps out of it entirely and lets somebody else run it. That's my that's mm-hmm. my thinking.
2: Mm-hmm. That's what he- we need to do is we need to have like a quarterly check in on elon yeah kind of bring back the
0: forecast uh oh i see you just <laughs> said a quarterly check on elon i was thinking like a quarterly prediction thing but i like that too we
2: can do that too but i'm specifically like what's going on with elon musk in it's, twitter that's right yeah. it's
0: time for your monthly elon update elon
2: yeah. did this and it's did musk, this musk monday musk monday That's because yeah, you know when, when, <laughs> when we were when we were uh surviving the the four years with with trump um every step of the way you kind of like forgot how far you'd come right Mm. (laughs) like every once in a while you'd be reminded of 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 like quaint things that happened four years ago or was like oh remember when Obama. It was a huge controversy because he was caught smoking on the porch at the White House. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right.
1: He had a brown suit on or whatever the deal was. Yeah, yeah. Right.
2: right. Yeah. It's, that's what I feel like. Maybe that could be happening with with Elon and Twitter. Like we're just. It's so crazy what's happening. What have we forgotten was wild
1: before? Well, that's the problem. Know. Is we we will always find. I personally, it makes me feel manipulated because I don't think any of this stuff is actually, I mean, he may be a world-class pud for all I know, but <laughs> I really do think most of this is to rile everybody up and, and by riling them up, what it do you do? It feels like this data is actually going to help prove that, uh, or this, this research that you've been talking about for the last half hour, because at some point when you just come out and say something outrageous, what was the yeah. goal? The goal wasn't the thing you said. The goal was to get, a massive boost in engagement, engagement. and he gets yes. it every time. Yeah. So it's not any different than any other loudmouth on the internet. They all get the engagement they want by saying something that okay. seems crazy and contradictory and it's taking me a while, but I think I've finally, f- finally seeing it for what it is. I'm just like F off all of you, all of you are yeah. manipulating <laughs> us. Yes, It's just right. constant manipulation and I don't want to, I don't want to be a sucker anymore. Mm. I don't even think, I don't even think that's like a con, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? I don't think that's like a conspiratorial stance. It's not a conspiracy. It's just Uh people know how to do their business. If they're making money, stirring up garbage, then I have my answer. Right. They don't believe in anything they're saying, nor do the people that are, that are hyping it. It's all just a chance to go and pump it, (laughs) pump and dump. I don't want to be pumped or dumped anymore. All right. Mm -hmm. My new goal, no more pumping. Maybe a little pumping, but no (laughs) dumping. Well, no, no, no. I'll, you know what? I'll dump once a day. There pump, you go. Pump a couple times a week.
2: Sure, yeah. sure. <laughs> An acc- occasional pump. You don't want to do that too much. You might go blind. So, no, you don't yeah, exactly. want to pump all the time.
1: Gosh, dang Oh, no.
2: Jeez. No, uh, well, awesome. that's.
1: this has been very interesting, as always. And if you want to uh, make sure you stay uh, interested in, in cool science facts and neat, uh, neat things going on in the science world, check out All Around Science, which you can find it, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Bobby, yep. anything else you'd like to mention before I? Uh, kick I you think out? I
2: think I've gone on long enough. This was uh, almost as long as a film sack segment, so I should be. Uh, <laughs> I should be. Uh, that was a little razz at the film, not film sack. You know what I mean. The recommendals, the recommendals segment. Oh, yeah. recommendals. <laughs> no, I
1: like that. A little bit, a little jab at the old recommendals uh, deal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you're not wrong <laughs> either. Uh, we'll have right. a fantastic time. We'll see you on Wednesday for uh, yeah for a little yeah. co chair business and uh, be safe in the meantime. Bye now. Right, I'll Brian. leave
0: a I'll leave a scone on the seat here in the booth for you there Bobby Ew. I don't know if I, I trust scone. a seat
1: cone scone rather
0: seat scone seat scones it'll be in a it'll be in a bag oh you'll put it in a nice yeah I'll you put it in a nice bag yeah you're not gonna leave it out in the open come on God I really want to find one of those those old style scones Doesn't that sounds good scones. sounds really yeah. good right now. I guess that's the difference between a scone and a scone, right? Like, uh, yep. you know, a scone is your beignet-style, dusted powders, sugar, honey business. Mm-hmm. A scone is your, well, it's pumpkin season again here at Starbucks, so here, enjoy one of our dry cake scones. Yep.
1: Now, that makes me wonder if Starbucks does anything different here because of the...
0: I, I doubt it because they're. it's not like they're made somewhere <laughs> else or like they're made there in Utah. No. They're made in the Starbucks slurm plant. And, yeah, you're not wrong. It's coming from
1: some massive plant. There's no way yeah, that they it care. Uh, Seattle, like, uh,
0: there goes another 35,000 dry scones out to uh, ship them out to Utah to put all the Starbucks locations out yeah.
1: there. the days where they were a cute little place in Seattle that was slowly growing are gone. That's gone now. That's right,
0: exactly. Claire, it's not that scones are an autumn thing. It's that that's when... Uh, Starbucks trots out their pumpkin scones, correct? And uh, yeah, and they're not as good as, not as good as what I would
1: say are scones. Those yeah, kind of, and they you know, and they yeah. pa- they put that pumpkin crap on everything and call it fall. That's what they do.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: So welcome to America. Yeah, this is America.
0: Uh, can't wait for my uh, pumpkin spice flavored uh, liquid death drink. Ooh, it's
1: gonna mm. be great. Can't wait. Oh, you know it's coming. It's gotta be. Yeah, I had one of those yesterday, but it was the mango. Uh, It feels like
0: they're immune to that sort of thing. Liquid Death is not going to
1: kowtow to the pumpkin, to Big Pumpkin. If anything, (laughs) they'd make fun of it somehow, you know?
0: Yes, exactly. Yes. I
1: love those guys. Um, Okay. Uh, Let's move on to this. Oh, check this out. We got a request for you. Mm -hmm. This is from Nick and Flagstaff to round things out today. Uh, Request for Brian to come to Flagstaff. Hey, Brian, road trip uh, is the issue. Come to Flagstaff. Mm -hmm. There are several breweries, distilleries, a bar with multiple pinball machines, lots of bike paths, and the Grand Canyon is just a couple of hours away. Nick from Flagstaff, you gonna put that on your list? You gonna go through there? Possibly.
0: Yeah, I think uh, Arizona would make sense. I think going, uh, you know, Vegas, then Arizona, then uh, uh, Flagstaff potentially, or Phoenix, or I don't
1: know if I know Phoenix. Phoenix. (laughs)
0: Yeah, uh, but then over into Los Angeles. We. I was talking to. I talked with a lot of people about this weekend, not just the folks, but also the Fletchers, who have offered uh, a place to stay when I come through uh, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Um, it, It's—I don't know—it's shaping up. It may not happen this fall, like the, the original thought was October. It might be in the spring, but um, I don't know. It'd be some. It'd be a blast. I'd
1: yeah. love to do this. Yeah, I want it. I want. What do I want? I want. <laughs> I, want, stories, want <laughs> I want stories. I want stories at the Fletcher. I want you to stay at the Fletcher's exactly. and then I want stories.
0: Like seeing what it would be like a day in the Fletcher house. Right. Like, oh my gosh, that seems like it would be an interesting thing.
1: Yeah, when, when the Is it as funny as we all
0: assume it would be <laughs> between between Christine and Scott? How you know
1: When Christine has a successful trip to the bathroom, Scott Fletcher says Congratulations. That's a little weird. Right? That is a little weird. Expect an email from Christine, by the way. <laughs> Shitoloutaluck.com at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh well thank you nick if you guys have any thoughts feelings comments questions whatever they may be send them to uh the morning stream at gmail.com or you can text us at 801 471 quick reminder that a bunch of you folks are patrons at patreon.com slash tms and we love you for it but if you are not one yet there's no time like the present to hop in uh you want a commercial free feed i know you do you want those couch parties on the weekend? We just did another one. You'll get that as well. Mm-hmm. not having that this weekend, but that's because Brian's yep. traveling. A little, little uh, break from She-Hulk for uh, for a week. For a little bit there. Uh, art in the mail, other benefits. It's all there. It's all in plain English, and you can translate it for other countries. So go just check it out. <laughs> Patreon.com slash TMS is the place to go. Go do that today. Uh, Brian, you got anything else before we go today? I got
0: nothing else. Yeah, that that that's it. It's another successful Monday. Yeah. We got the Monday out of the
1: way, which is nice. Yeah, it you does feel know, nice. I agree with it you. Off like a oh, yeah. one other note. Uh, I was I received a code from a game developer for a game called Sh- uh, Ship Graveyard Two. Wait, Ship mm. Graveyard is that the full name? Let me get this right because I don't want to say it wrong. Okay. Uh, oh, Ship Graveyard Simulator Two. Um, oh, okay. but basically you get they get they put big giant boats like fish boats all the way up to big carrier type things yeah on a big hunk of land and my job is to go out there with a huge hammer and a bunch of other tools, blow torches. Uh-huh. And tear that thing apart and sell it for scrap and fulfill contracts. and <laughs> It's basically the the water-based version of the space thing that you play. Very much so. Um, yeah. I think that's why they sent this to me because I think I, yeah. I talked incessantly about yeah. Hard Space Shipbreaker. So if you are uh, wanting to see some of that in action, I'm going to be doing a little chore core today at noon uh, on uh, the, yeah. the live feed here on YouTube. So go to frogpants.tv if you want to watch it, and it'll be on yes. the archive as well for those who are listening later. Uh, but if you want to watch me break up some ships and sell up for cash, today's your day. Excellent. All right. Let's and, get out of here. You
0: know, and I'll, and I'll tease a thing, too. I think I'm, uh, we're going to have a soundography episode going up today. I, let's see if I can figure out from my list who it's going to be. Um, is it Woodstock uh, or the Bengals? might be the—let uh, well, me see. Let me see what the most recent episode is because I missed last week's— uh, getting it um
1: i like them bangles here. though they're pretty good them bangles they're they're pretty good, them bangles uh-huh. they're very entertaining
0: with that whole uh you know a hoff. Can't oh we, uh- no uh bangles went up uh that was the last episode to go up so it looks like it will be woodstock um we talked about woodstock 94 the actual event so nice um yeah should be interesting
1: yeah i'm looking forward to that uh, all right. Let's get out of here. Speaking be, of music, let's this.
0: Like, we didn't already record it. Like, what am I, you know?
1: Yeah. No, it, it never even happened yet, but then it will. Yeah. Uh, exactly. it's a Song here, though. Do a song here. <laughs> sure. Brian, not me. Brian Skogims,
0: uh wrote in and, and wrote and uh, and said... <laughs> <laughs> Dear Symphony and Ballad, my mother Joyce passed away from cancer on Midsummer's Day and wanted to honor her her, uh, her birthday on the 21st of August. That's today. She was a music teacher from Buffalo who moved to Sweden and started a music program at the school she worked which then spread to almost every school in southeastern Sweden. She loved performing shows, and the final project for every class was writing and performing their own musical. She always accompanied every concert and show on the piano, and I thought she would like something piano-forward. But dealer's choice, love your mom, love the show, sign Brian. Oh, well, she well,
1: sounds awesome, though. What a she cool does thing. Sound awesome.
0: yeah. uh, absolutely, Brian, and, and again, sorry for your loss. And sorry I made that noise like right at the beginning of the email. <laughs> In hindsight, yeah. <laughs> um, let's get to uh, request. Uh, Billy Joel was was uh, kind of the first thing that he suggested there, and um, uh, I went with a cover of Billy Joel's Piano Man. This one here's what's really cool about this. This one um, starts out very similar to the uh, original Billy Joel uh, Piano Man, but it kind of goes in a different direction, more orchestral and much more. Um, I don't know, like fuller, richer sound than you'd expect. So I think this kind of goes speaks to her talents and her uh, developing. You know, the final class project being a musical. Kind of, it feels a little like a like the uh, coda of a musical. Here is Rough Silk and their cover of Piano Man from their album Wheels of Time.
1: That's gonna do it for us. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back tomorrow for another show. We'll see you then. FrogPants.com.
4: A what? A what? A what?
0: Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Muscal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever, is now streaming on Hulu.
3: So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.